3: its seven oh seven. You are listening to Steel talking on News Talk 830-WCCO Radio. Gerilyn Steele is out today. I am in, filling in. My name is Shaletta Brendan. Jonathan Lowe is in the studio getting the guest in and out on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Um, and Susie Jones has the latest on news and weather at the top of the hour. And I tell you, that weather has been front and center um, with regard to uh, buying, getting us all together. that None of us escaped that this weekend. Some of us got a chance to watch a baseball game. Some of us got a chance to watch uh, college basketball. I know, Jonathan, you were all up into it. But, baby, didn't anybody escape this weather? And Mike Lynch said that, you know, we need nine more inches, Jonathan, and then we will have the snowiest season on record. And he said that is quite Possible right now we're number three. Steve Simpson said he is good with the bronze. Jonathan, he does not. He is not. He he doesn't want to go for the gold medal.
1: I'm good being off the podium. (laughs) I'm good being in last place.
3: I shouldn't say that because that
1: that gives you that gives you concerns for flooding down the road. So or not flooding a drought down the road. So that's right. I understand that we need to be somewhere in the middle. But I'm happy with like tinfoil. You had you you metal. happy
3: in the middle of the pack? Okay, so you don't need to be in first place. Okay. No, all no. right. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, yeah. It it uh I tell you this this heavy wet stuff uh yesterday, uh, even the teenager he's usually out there dancing and shoveling and having a good time. Jonathan, I tell you what is a lot less dancing and a lot more shoveling yesterday because that stuff was heavy and thick.
1: It. This is the no joke type of snow because this is what people call the heart attack snow because it's mm. so heavy to lift and heavy to move. It, if you're looking for a workout, it'll give your body a workout, but it might give your body a workout to a coronary. And that. Oh my and I, gosh! And it's not. It's not a joke. No. Um, so this this is the type of snowfall, and I was actually out in it a little bit on Friday when it when it was falling. Mm -hmm. And I went from uh, going somewhere to eat before I went home where it was raining. By the time I left the restaurant, it had started sleeting. And I had to stop another place or two real quick before I got home. It had started changing to snow by the time I had gotten home. And the roads were already covered. It was terrible driving on Friday evening. Um, Fortunately, the system itself lasted about 12 hours 15 hours, and then once it was gone, we've had a beautiful weekend skywise. It's been yeah, sunny the entire weekend, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Friday night was, was bad, and then Saturday you wake up and, oh, we're back in January again.
3: Right, and I'm going to tell you, we'll talk about this later, because those flights... Uh, There are folks stranded all over the country trying to get back to Minnesota. Uh, Charlotte, bless her heart, is online. She took her daughter uh, on a cruise and can't get back from Florida. Sean was in Houston for uh, his best friend's going away party. And uh, he was due back home today, and uh, I'm not sure when he's going to be back because uh, Delta's not answering the phone. So uh, Sun Country is also on the hot seat, and, you know, those stories are all over the national news, and so many people we know and love uh, have been impacted. But, you know, the thing that um, impacted me uh, the most probably since I have been living here in Cottage Grove is the fact that my son, Andrew, Um, When he was in seventh grade at Cottage Grove Middle School, had his first African-American teacher, Miss Charlene Wilcox. And I tell you, he was excited and I was excited. And I thought, my God, it took seven years for this boy to get his first African-American teacher. That should not be the case. Um, And. Today I took Miss Wilcox out um, to dinner because guess what? She is retiring and leaving a void there at Cottage Grove Middle School. Um, and, and it shouldn't be that way. One African American female teacher leaving a school should not be um, such a void. We should have a plethora of talented Black and Latina and Hmong and indigenous teachers throughout the Twin Cities so that our children can have representation in the classroom and see somebody who looks like them, who understands the culture, who understands they need a little bit of cocoa butter on picture day, who may have a comb in in the, in the cabinet that they can use or borrow. You know, and, and it is not the case. How are we going to change that? How is that going to be any different? Who's going to step up after Miss Wilcox leaves? After this semester, decades in the classroom right here in Cottage Grove. Well, Makisha Nation has some answers. She is with Teach for America. They have an event coming up on April 28th with Isabella Wilkerson, and um, she is going to talk to us for a few moments about this event about the lack of diversity in education and what Teach for America does for that. And I'm so glad she is joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Makisha, thank you so much for being on Still Talking.
4: Thank you so much for having me, Philette. I'm really excited to be on the call with you today to talk about the work that we're doing here in the Twin Cities to make sure our students have access to an excellent education.
3: And, you know, I just I could have cried when Miss Wilcox called and told me she was retiring because my son, Brandon, is getting ready to go to middle school next year. And he and I had talked about Miss Wilcox and her being someone that he could go to. We've been to her church. He knows her. He's comfortable with her. And now that she's leaving, I'm not sure who he has at the school that looks like him. I, I know the principal is there but a mother figure like miss wilcox that he can identify with that he can go to if he runs into any problems she is going to be gone and and that hurts my spirit, but I'm so glad to know that Teach for America is doing everything that you can to try and get more diversity in classrooms, along with so many other things to ensure that all of our kids um, right here in Minnesota have uh, better access uh, to great educational opportunities. So talk to me about Teach for America, because there are some folks who are listening to me for the first time, um, and this is their first time hearing about it.
4: Yeah, so Teach for America started over 30 years ago and then in the Twin Cities almost 15 years ago, specifically around the idea of attracting equity-oriented leaders into the classroom. Um, and so we seek to recruit talented uh, people who are either coming out of college or maybe thinking about changing careers into the teaching profession. And what I often tell folks is that teaching is the hardest job you'll ever love, and it really makes a difference if you have the right mindset if you have a cultural fluency, and if you have the right type of support and training. And for our teachers that come into the classroom, they get two years of intensive mentoring, support, and coaching to help mm-hmm. them not only connect with their students, but to make sure their students are leveling up when it comes to their literacy, when it comes to their math, when it comes to their social and emotional development. And that's been really critical um, for us. And so I love hearing that story about your son because, I know um, studies have shown having a teacher for a student of color that has the same type of background as that student increases the likelihood that that student will graduate from high school and go on to college. If they have a teacher for one year or they have another teacher of color, another point in their K-12 journey, there's been studies that have shown it increases their attendance, increases their um, academic growth, increases their likelihood for post-secondary success. So it is critical and important. even above and beyond just the cultural connection, the academic connection that teachers have because they set such a high bar for their students is truly transformative in the lives of students.
3: And, Makisha, this is the thing that I appreciate so much is that you all are working on this 24-7. This is not a pet project. This is not uh, something you do one or two months out of the year, but this is an all-day, every-day 365 days a year um, mission for you through Teach for America, right?
4: Yes, and a lot of people don't know this, but, like, you know, I've been in my role now for seven years um, in the Twin Cities, and over that time period, a third to 45% of our teachers have been teachers of color, so black, Latinx, Asian American, Hmong specifically, or native educators, right? And this is Mm -hmm. in a state where the percentage of teachers of color is only 5%. Part of what enables us to do that is our direct outreach to students of color when they're in college, to early career professionals from diverse backgrounds. We really talk to them about this opportunity to really see the impact in the classroom and what a difference it will make for our students if they come into the teaching field. And that has been a really powerful experience for our teachers. And it's nothing... uh, you know it works when you see one of your teachers that you have recruited actually come back and teach in the very same community that they grew up in. And that's happened several times over in our community already, and I'm really excited about some of the new work we're doing to start identifying folks early. You know, as a high school student, if you're, if you're mentoring young people in middle school or you're volunteering at an elementary school, you could be a future educator and have a great career mm-hmm. influencing the students in your community. Why are we not connecting those dots to create a more robust pathway Into education, like we do into the tech career or we do into the sciences, we have to start talking to folks earlier and more often and then following them through their college journey. We know there are a lot of roadblocks that our young people encounter as they go through their post-secondary and think about their future career. So if we create the right types of mentorship opportunities, connection opportunities, we know that they can show up in our classrooms prepared to teach and lead.
3: Okay, now speaking of leading, you have an event coming up on April 28th. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but I want you to t- tell me all about it. I want you to tell me about this amazing keynote speaker and how the folks who are listening can be part of the solution instead of talking about the problem. More with Makisha Nation when we come back.
2: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: It is 722. You are listening to Still Talking on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. And I'm telling you, we are blessed to have Makisha Nation over at Teach for America. They have an event coming up on April 28th with author Isabel Wilkerson as the keynote speaker. And Makisha is continuing um, our conversation courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Ms. Makisha, talk to me about this event. Um, It is an amazing opportunity for all of us to come out and be a part of the solution instead of just talking about the problem.
4: That's exactly why we started doing um, our annual DEI keynote event about four years ago because we recognize in our community we need to have conversations about race and class and racism and how it's impacting our work, how it's preventing us from having all of our students learning and achieving at the level that they should be, and because we recognize that this is a cross sector problem. We're seeing its impact in education, in housing, in healthcare, and it's to create this opportunity for us to have a community conversation and bringing an expert on the topic to really help us. And I can't think of anybody better than Isabella Wilkerson. She um, is the author of Cats and the Warmth of Other Sons. Mm -hmm. She's had an extensive career in journalism and really brings some new perspectives to this discussion and dialogue that could really be beneficial for um, our community here in Minnesota.
3: And, you know, I I just really appreciate that Angela Davis is going to be uh, moderating and hosting this event that night. What are some of the things that we're going to be hearing from Ms. Wilkerson and Ms. Davis? Um, talk, talk to me about the event. What can people expect on April 28th?
4: Yeah, on April 28th, um, the event starts at 7 p.m., um, tickets are on sale on the Northrop website because we're going to be at Northrop, Northrop at University of Minnesota. So please go to the Northrop website if you want to purchase tickets. One of the things that we thought was really important to make tickets accessible so students, teachers, community volunteers, all the way up to folks that are in our business leaders and our political leaders, all welcome to attend. Um, Angela Davis is going to be our host to kind of welcome folks and set the tone. Um, and then Ms. Wilkerson is going to give a talk. Um, and then it's going to be followed by a conversation with Shonda Smith Baker. Um, the senior vice president for the Minneapolis Foundation. So you're going to hear both um, her explaining the origins of caste and this kind of invisible scaffolding in America that keeps some people behind and lets others pull ahead. And what are the things that we need to do as a community to break down um, some of the ways that our society is set up to keep folks away from success? And what are some of the things that we can tackle definitively in our community to address these challenges and these issues? Um, Oftentimes, we think about racism as just Um, someone did something that was racist, but it's actually much more of a complex mechanism and a complex system that has origins in our past that are still present to this day. And she'll, she'll talk a little bit about that and break down some of the five pillars that she's seen and her research and work. And then the fact that she studied other caste systems in other countries Mm -hmm. um, and learned an incredible amount that she can share with us. Um, And so that'll be really great for us to hear that foundational understanding And then her and Shana Smith Baker will kind of have a dialogue and a discussion about what this work means, what it's meant to them personally, and how they've seen opportunities for us to reimagine what um, our communities can look like and what opportunities can look like in our community.
3: Now, how can folks get tickets? I just got a text message from Shirley Frank, one of my church members, um, and she really thinks that she wants to be there that night. And she's like, Shaletta, where do I go? I am poised and ready. I got my credit card out. I got my phone up. What website do I need to go to to get my
4: tickets? So you're going to go through the Northrop website on the University of Minnesota. So, you know, for folks that want to get tickets, it's really easy because we have an affordable process for you to get tickets. Um, And it's going to be really just going to the northrup.umde.edu. And you want to look up An Evening with Isabel Wilkerson. And it's Mm going to be on the Carlson Family Stage at 7 p.m. And the tickets are right there for you to purchase. And you know it's the University of Minnesota, so there's going to be parking. So there's also a way for you to reserve your parking as well so you don't have any problems arriving that day. with plenty of time to get in your seat and be ready to start at 7
3: And, you know, I just encourage everybody to bring pen and paper and open hearts uh, because this is an opportunity for us to come together and tackle this issue and talk about how we can make it better for our kids in the classroom. Um, when black and brown kids do better, the whole system is better. And and so, you know, it is really um, important for all of us to come together to tackle this problem. And, Makisha, I just thank you for your leadership at Teach for America because a lot of times with organizations what I've found is that they close the doors and try to solve the problem on their own, but you have opened the doors and invited the entire community to this event on April 28th so we can all listen and learn from one another and come away with some workable solutions that we can begin to implement in the classroom with our teachers, uh, things that we can suggest to our educators, things that I can tell to the therapist um, and the counselors at my children's school so that we can start to see some measurable change. I, I just really appreciate that about this event.
4: No, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. And I think, you know, what we've come to realize and what I've le- realized on my own journey and my leadership is that this is a groundwater issue, right? That means it's going to take all of us doing our part, whether you work in education or social work or housing or economic development, we need to be more comfortable talking about what's happening at a systemic level in our community and working working together to come up with solutions. No one organization is going to solve this, and it's important for us to be in community, putting our heads together, to reimagine new possibilities so that our community is truly thriving in all aspects of our community. And that's my hope. That's my hope for my three boys that I have, that they will have a community where they are set up to thrive and succeed and really be able to be that next generation of leaders here in Minnesota.
3: Well, again, Makisha Nation, Executive Director of the Twin Cities Chapters for Teach for America, thank you for being on Still Talking. Everybody, this DEI community event is on April 28th with author Isabel Wilkerson. My friend Angela Davis will be hosting, and we all want to be there um, to support the work that Makisha and her team are doing, um, as well as support the educators who need this information, who need this discussion, so that they can make the classrooms better and more equitable for all of Minnesota's school-age children. Thank you so much for being on the show, girl. I just pulled you straight up off your vacation. I'm sorry, but we (laughs) needed to talk about this. I needed to kick the show off with this, and I needed to make sure that our neighbors uh, knew about this event on April 28th and how they could participate. So thank you for taking time away from your family to talk to us.
4: It's my pleasure. I hope to see everybody there on the 28th. Go to Edu to purchase your ticket.
3: That's right. There you go. And get one for a friend. Now, coming up next, I want to invite you to an event where I'll be speaking. Um, It is free. Lunch is provided. It is with the Minnesota Autism Center. It is Autism Awareness Month. And I don't want you to think you have to have a child with autism to participate. You don't. I'll tell you how coming up. I tell you, I just love blessing folks. I love letting folks know where I'm going to be. And, you know, April is always a busy month for me and my family um, because it is Autism Awareness Month. And I've got these three kids over here with special needs who are all diagnosed on the spectrum at different degrees. Cameron has tested off the spectrum. The doctors have um Giving me paperwork that says she has a history of autism. All of her test scores are at or above grade level, and she's doing well socially. Brandon is coming along. Um, and my little Daniel is lagging behind, but he's just a little engine that could. He's just trying his heart out um to keep up with his peers. I tell you, and I'm just so grateful to God for all of um the things that they are able to do. We celebrate the small victories. Uh, the nights where we don't uh have to change the bed sheets uh the days where we don't have any meltdowns you know um the opportunities that we have with the kids to go places and you know they have uh sensory friendly rooms that we can go to to calm down those are the things that we celebrate and today is actually world autism awareness day um and typically I, i've got a book out Um, or I'm, you know, out in the community on World Autism Day. And what I've been doing all day is connecting with organizations, Um, folks uh, at the Minnesota Autism Center, saying how can we work together? How can we get out there? How can we make sure that people don't forget about our kids? Because, you know, they're kids today, but at some point my kids are not going to be 18 and and, uh, 8, 9, and 10. They're going to be 18, 19, and 20. And I want to make sure that their friends now who will be their coworkers and managers and bosses later understand today what autism is. So that when they're hiring, when they have to take up for my babies, if they're being bullied, they'll have the tools that they need to understand what my kids are going through. That's why I'm working so hard. And that's why I'm also partnering with uh, Sarah Drever. She's a director of development at the Minnesota Autism Center, and we have got an event coming up that I want to tell you all about because Sarah says, Shaletta, listen, we love you. We know folks love you, and we've got some seats at this event where you're going to be speaking. There's lunch that's provided. Uh, The room is only half full. Uh, Do you have some people you want to invite? I said, girl, I want to invite you on my show so that we can let all of the folks who listen know about this amazing event It is a Lunch and Learn on Monday, April 17th from 11 to 2 at the Minneapolis Marriott West. Uh, Dr. Jacob is going to be there. I'm going to be there, and I am so grateful that the Minnesota Autism Center um, is putting on this Lunch and Learn, um, and it is not just for parents who have kids with autism. It's for therapists, educators. It is for neighbors and caregivers. It is for any and everybody because all of us have been impacted in one way or another by someone on the spectrum. And so I'm so glad that Sarah is joining me courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. First of all, thank you for inviting me to this event on April 17th in St. Louis Park. It is such an honor um, for me when anybody calls my name and asks me to participate in their event.
0: Absolutely, Shaletta. We're so excited to have you at both of our April events and to make sure that that your voice is at our table um, and And that we're there celebrating those small victories along with you.
3: now, talk to me about this event on April seventeenth um, I want to make sure uh, because I know some of my friends. Uh, I've been telling them all about it, and they've been registering and getting signed up. Uh, one of them even said, Shaletta, I'm taking off from work." I said, "Carly, you can't be taken off from work, girl." She said, "Too late. I already got a sub to work for me in the cafeteria because she works in the cafeteria." She said, "I want to be there at this lunch and learn on April 17th. So, talk to me about this event. Um, you know what you want folks to get out of it, and you know what the ultimate goal is."
0: Yeah. Um, all great questions. The event on April 17th is, it's on a, a Monday. It's in the middle of the day. We know that it's hard for people to get away. And we have uh, Dr. Suma Jacobs, as you, Jacob, as you mentioned, and she is phenomenal. She has is a research scientist and a, a physician. And she's got some knowledge that we want to be able to connect people with that otherwise wouldn't be able to. And we can do that. By hosting this event and making sure we have lunch available for everybody, we will be providing boxed lunches. So if you're only able to come for a little bit and you can take that meal with you and leave, we understand it's the middle of the day. We want to be as flexible as possible, but we also notice that a lot of events that are in the evening then interfere with other things as well. So Mm -hmm. we're trying to be, trying to be flexible, um, having this lunchtime quick, you got to take a lunch anyway, you might as well take a lunch with us and learn a little bit as well. And um, we can bring you some uh, a resource that can update us with research and trends and updated demographics so that we're all in the know about autism, because it does impact more than just the folks that are diagnosed with autism, but loved ones and families as well. And,
3: you know, I appreciate the fact that um, you're having this event in the middle of the day because for parents and caregivers who have kids with autism, evening time is out. Um, You know, a lot of times the only time that we can actually get away um, to do something is during the day while the kids are at school with a trusted educator. Childcare is very difficult to find. And when those kids get out of school, they have to have their routine. So when mom and dad disappear, even if it's for a couple of hours, um, you know, it can lead to big time meltdowns at the house. And so I just appreciate that you are doing this over the lunch hour, uh, when the kids are learning and at school. And it gives us time to sit and breathe and listen and learn. Because this is the thing that I appreciate about uh, Dr. Suma Jacob is that, um, you know, everything that we knew before COVID is obsolete. And the things that we learned during COVID, guess what? That ain't working no more. And folks wonder why my kids didn't have any regression during COVID. Um, it's because I stay up to date on what the latest news information and trends are. Um, anything that they are teaching kids, anything that is new, I want to know about it so that I can use it with and for my kids so they can have the best success possible. And so these events, um, like the one you're putting on, Sarah, um, it's just so educational and, and full of so much information for parents and we can sit and take notes over the lunch hour when we don't have the kids pulling at us, when we're not working um, you know it's not over the Zoom so we're not at home competing with the phone or you know something on TV or some other work stuff. We can actually be in the room with like-minded people who may be going through the exact same thing we're going through and not only find information um, from Dr. Jacob but also find strength from each other.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and, and we want to make sure that, that we're calling out that we have two, both yourself and Dr. Jacob, we have women speakers, we have uh, uh, women that identify from BIPOC communities. We want to lift up those voices because those are the voices in the lived experience that should be educating and reaching out and offering those connections for mentorship and for friendship
3: and it is going to be an amazing event i just got 3 dms from folks who want to know how they can register and get signed up for the lunch and learn minnesota autism center is putting this on april 17th from 11 to 2 at the minneapolis marriott west lunch is provided and the 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 one thing that i love about this is it is free it is free um and so i just really appreciate that you understand at the minnesota autism center that you know if, as parents with kids who have special needs we are cash strapped and um Absolutely. you know if the money ain't going on copays, it is going on weighted blankets if the money ain't going on weighted blankets um you know it, it it's it's a lot it's a lot that we have to deal with um financially um that a lot of people um don't even understand so to have an event like this that we really need to go to and to have it to be free girl god bless you i appreciate
0: it but folks want to know how they can sign up absolutely and uh, we appreciate you calling out this event and, and having me on your show to talk about it and folks can absolutely email me and i am happy to get them registered and figure out what they want for their meal and my email is my first name, Sarah, that's S-A-R-A-H, dot Driever, that's D as in drive, R-I-E-V as in Victor, E-R, at M-N-Autism.org.
3: Girl, that is amazing um, that you are doing this event for free, lunch provided information um we can gather together as a community and find strength from each other and also access these resources and hear these stories that sound so much like um our own um so i just want to remind people monday april 17th from 11 to 2 at the Minneapolis Marriott West. It is free Lunch is provided. I'll be there. Dr. Jacob will be there. Um, again, this is not just for parents who have kids with autism. This is for all of us. This is for the That's entire good. community. So we want people to come out, get registered, meet us there, spend the lunch hour with us so that we can all grow and learn from each other. Now, Sarah, you got the whole long girl because, uh, we, when we started planning this, uh, you had another idea for us to work together, and I am also equally ex- excited about this as I am about that. What Sarah and I have up our sleeve is going to blow your mind, and we want you to have fun with us, so don't go anywhere. We will reveal that secret next. I am so happy about this event, okay? I just have to tell you, I was a little bummed out that I won't have a book coming out. This month for Autism Awareness Month, because for the past three years, I've published a children's book about my kiddos who have autism in their journey to help inspire and educate and motivate and offer hope to kids who have autism and parents who have children with special needs that things can and will get better. They did for my kids and they can for your kids as well. And so this year, you know, it was time for me to write a book about my son, Andrew, who does not have autism. And so we were working on Andrew's book. um, And he said, Mom, I don't want my book to come out in April for Autism Awareness Month. I want my book to come out on my birthday. And I had to respect that because his book is all about um, kids who have siblings with special needs. And it's called I Am Special Too. So instead of that book coming out today, like all the previous books that I've written, it will be coming out on July 31st, which is Andrew's birthday. Out of respect for his wishes, because, again, he's special, too. He does not have autism and he wants his book on his birthday his way. So he's a good kid. I said, okay. Um, so I thought, man, I'm bummed out. I'm not going to be doing any book giveaways. I'm not going to be out in the community giving away books like I always do because I always got a new book for Autism Awareness Month. And so Sarah over at the Minnesota Autism Center said, you ain't got to be bummed out, girl. We can work together and you can give books away with us at one of our events. You got three best-selling autism books. You don't have to have a new books. I'm sure if we do something together, you'll be giving away books to somebody who hasn't already gotten one yet. And I swear to y'all, I absolutely lit up. And so Sarah is back. She is talking to us about this amazing event coming up later this month. It is going to be an open house. We've got balloons. We've got clowns. We've got face paints. we got book giveaways. Girl, this is going to be absolutely fun. Don't get me wrong. I love the educational stuff. But when we can just invite kids and parents who have uh, special needs to just come and be themselves and get loved in a free book and have fun, um, th- there's nothing else like it.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm right there with you. I love the educational components as well. But we decided, you know, we need more than that. And so we're going to have these two events. And Shaletta, you've done so much as an advocate for the autistic community in our state. And we want to make sure we we help get your books out to people and Minnesota Autism Center wants to be seen as a resource and and connecting people to other resources, and we see you as an essential resource in our community. We're so excited to team up up for this event on the 29th, and we're hoping that it's just a really fun acceptance month celebration that can be family-friendly, that has a lot of different activities so that everybody can find something um, that will uh, make their day.
3: And, you know, it is so amazing whenever we invite kids with special needs and their parents out to an event and just say, you know what, y'all come. Be yourselves. Enjoy. Um, You know, don't worry about anybody looking at you. Don't worry about trying to get your kids to be still. This is an event For us, by us. And our kids can just come and be free and and feel love and acceptance. And, And that's what this month is really all about. So the event is on April 29th. Give them all the details about where they can go, the time and information. It is, again, free. It is, again, yes. free. This is just amazing. I, I'm just blown away by, um, you know, the fact that we're able to do this for the community at no cost to them. So so give me all the scoop, girl, because I can't wait for everybody to get all the details.
0: Absolutely. So the event, as we mentioned, is on April 29th. It'll be from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So, again, kind of over that lunchtime but on a Saturday so that we're not interfering with work. And, again, it's family-friendly, so we want you to bring the whole fam, and we've got stuff for everybody. We've got free balloon twisting. We've got a magic show courtesy of Sue's Magic. We've got free cupcakes from Amy's Cupcake Shop, and we will have Yummy Tummy Food Truck on site as well. And this will all be taking place at our Eden Prairie Center. So Max Eden Prairie Center, which is – one zero one eight zero Viking Drive, but you can also just Google it and that address will pop right up. And our MAC Eden Prairie Center is big and it will be accommodating for everybody. And like you mentioned, Shaletta, we just want to offer an opportunity for everybody to get together and sort of build their own village. We know it's hard mm-hmm. trying to find childcare or find um, activities where everybody in your family, even if they are neurodiverse even if they're neurotypical and or you have a mixture, an event where everybody can go and feel welcome and included. Um, and we, we're hoping that this will be that. And, and our piece de resistance is that we're having you there as well, handing out your books, and we can make sure that folks are able to access that wonderful resource as well.
3: And, you know, folks will be able to take a tour of the Minnesota Autism Center. And and, uh, that Eden Prairie Center is amazing. And, you know, people always say, well, you know, what is it about your kids? How are they able um, to to get better um, so much faster than other Children who have special needs. What are you over there doing? And and I'm I'm telling people you got to get over to the Minnesota Autism Center. Um, you know if you've got kids with special needs, don't wait until the 29th. You can come back on the 29th, but give them a call. Um, find out what they have available, what's in the secret sauce, because what you are doing, Sierra, um, over there to help our kids and also educate our parents is amazing to see the transformations that are taking place, the confidence, um, the education for the parents so that we're equipped to help our kids. And, you know, when COVID happened and everything shut down, your parents by far were the most educated and had all the tools they need to get in the house and help their children so that they would not have regression. And and I like to tell people, um, you all don't just help the kids. You help the entire family. My kids over here can run therapy sessions with their younger siblings, um, and, and they don't even need me so that when COVID happened, My kids didn't lose any skills because we had already seen what needed to be done and observation and and getting those tools and that information that you provide. And we were able to just sit on the floor. The world shut down. I'm not going to wait for it to open back up. I got what I need. And so I want to encourage parents, if you've got kids out there who have autism, if you are a grandparent, if you are an aunt or an uncle or a therapist or an educator, get them this information tell them about the big event on april 29th i'll be giving away my book we'll have free cupcakes a food truck um we'll also have uh some a free magic show and balloon twisting um over at minnesota autism center um the eden prairie campus but also even before then get them over there Tell them to go to the website, mnautism.org, so they can yep, see right. the resources. And you'll also
0: um, be given tours that day, right? Yes, we will have the center completely open and accessible, and we will have some staff and, and leadership and therapists on site. We want people to be able to ask questions and figure out what what resources are available and not feel like it's this big mystery what that those therapeutic resources will look like.
3: Oh, my gosh. Sarah, thank you so much for both of these amazing events. April 17th, April 29th, go to mnautism.org and share that link with your friends. Do not go anywhere because we've got more coming up on Still Talking right here on News Talk A30WCCO.
1: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.